Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, Successful Life Podcast is a space where you can hear stories from badass entrepreneurs and influencers that collectively have millions of listeners and followers. You get to hear their backstories and where they are currently. We discuss how precious your life is and crucial it is to live with a purpose and I know it. The person looking in the mirror today. This is the successful life. Corey Barrier, yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your time to live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I am your host, Corey Barrier, and I just wanted to say I am super glad to be here with you today. So guys, we're going to do a solo session today because I'm super excited to talk to you about what I went through this week because I think you're going to find it pretty damn funny. So you're going to want to stick around for this. Um, but first, I just want to ask you if you would, you know, like the, like the show, share it with people. Um, if you got value out of it, of course, I'd love to hear about that. Um, also, my sales CEO syndicate is opening up April 1st. So um, I will have some details about that here shortly. I am working out the rest of those details currently. Um, but it's going to be really great. And I think you're absolutely, well, I don't think you're, you're going to love what I'm coming out with because ultimately it's going to destroy um, everything else that I've done. So uh, meaning like there's going to be an offer really good in there, which is going to be pretty surprising, I think, for a lot of people because it's significantly lower than before. And a little bit different framework, which I'm excited about. So let's rock and roll. Um, you know, I don't know about you, but I had a pretty stressful week. Um, that week started out by missing my plane coming back from Texas on, I was supposed to come back Monday morning at 6 a.m. And the fact is, this is what happened. Now, I'll make all the excuses in the world. If I hadn't have smoked a cigar before, I got on the plane, that probably wouldn't have happened, but I did. So, um, but I got a, a weird, I got a text with a certain, with a time on it and, and I'm going to mess, mess it up if I try to explain it, but I'll tell you how I figured it out. Well, so l- let me back up. So I got a, a text, uh, I got a text on my second flight. Um, let's just call it, let's say this, the flight was at 1230, right? It t- take, took off at 105. Um, and so they sent me a text message saying 105. Well, I thought that was a boarding time. And so I just got the times mixed up and that's all there is to it. I did that. 
on the first time, and I did that on the second time. So I got so so I didn't miss one plane ride. I missed two. So I missed my plane, you know, Monday coming back from San Antonio, which by the way was super cool. Uh sticker shock was where I was. Um, you know, I got to, you know, I got to do my speaker reel. We got to do um you know, it was just a really great event. You get to learn how to speak, right? You get to learn how to craft a conversation and uh, ultimately get a speaker reel, which is what you need if you're going to get on stage, right? People can't hire you if they don't know about you. And they're not going to hire you if they don't know what you do or what, what you're about, right? So for, it was super, it was successful. In my opinion, it was very much so successful. I uh, also found, you know, uh, Daniel Gomez, the guy, and Michael D. Butler both are sticker shock. Uh, we're at sticker shock. Obviously, Daniel's one that runs it. And, you know, Michael's published like, I don't know, six or 700 books, a lot. So I'm going to get these guys to publish my book, which I'm super excited about. My ADHD book about sales and entrepreneurship. And so I had a hell of an ADHD week. Oh, my fucking God, dude. It was like, you know, it, and I'm going to tell you something. Like, when I missed that first plane, I've only missed one plane in my life up until this past week. And when I missed that plane, I melted down. I mean, I melted down. And like, I haven't melted down like that in a minute. And yeah, I can only imagine that with all the travel, the stress, whatever, you know, in, in, you know, when I'm away from home, obviously, you know, cause I work from home. Things fall through the cracks. Like, it's just the way it is. I mean, you can't expect for everything to be perfect. And so, but those are all, you know, those are all excuses. The fact of the matter is I should have paid closer attention. And that's just all there is to it. And when they, when I got there to that gate, man, I'm telling you, like, I, I man, I just, I, I just, uh, not to the gate, to the ticket counter. And the lady, I'm going to tell you what happened. So I, I went up there and I'd already pre-checked in. And so I, I got up to the the the, the, um, the security whatever TSA and then didn't have uh, I, I couldn't find the damn barcode and so I couldn't find the email I couldn't find anything so this lady was like sir could you just you know just calm down like it's fine just 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 calm down like just, just you don't need to be so anxious I'm like I have 21 fucking minutes to be on a plane. Actually, she said that to me, and I, after she said to me, hey, I need you to go back and get in line, uh, there's 25 people in this fucking line. And so she was like, sir, just calm down. I'm like, calm down? I got to be on a plane in fucking 21 minutes? You're telling me everything is going to be okay to calm the fuck down, and you're also telling me to get in the back of a fucking line with 25 fucking people? I'm like, and you want me to be fucking calm about that? Sir, I don't understand why you're getting so irritated. Are you fucking retarded? Have Did your mother drop you on your fucking head when you were little? I am super confused how you don't understand how this is a problem. How is it you don't see this as a problem? Like, anyway... I got to digress. So I walked out of the fucking airport and I melted down. I mean, like tears and all like I melted the fuck down. And I don't know, there could be, you know, my back's been bothering me. Who knows what all could be, um, 
contribute to. But I, ultimately, I, I'll be honest, I felt fucking stupid. I felt like an idiot. Now, I didn't call, I may have called myself an idiot that day. I usually try not to do that because, you know, you and I both know that you talk shit to yourself, you know, that's stupid because you eventually believe it, especially if it's coming from you. So I would, um, so I would say, you know, they, and that's a real thing. Like a lot of people think that's woo woo shit, but it's really real. Like if you tell yourself over and over that you're a moron, you're eventually going to feel like you're a moron or fat or whatever. Right. And that's my whole philosophy behind AA. And I don't want to get too off track here. In fact, I'm just going to stop talking about AA right now because I will get off track. So I got back to, so I got, I went outside. Of course I called the damn airport or the airline and, and you know, they were just complete idiots. They couldn't get me on another fucking plane out of Texas till the next fucking day. And, you know, fortunately, you know, I called my wife. I was freaking out. She called, got me a hotel, got me, you know, I got on another airline, airplane, air, uh, shit, another flight. And that was it, right? And so here's the here's the lesson, though. That was the first time all that shit I just explained. And so the second time, it was almost like the first time was training wheels for the second time. Because when it happened the second time, I'm like, God damn it. Well, I've been here before. It's going to be okay. The airline's going to figure it out. And we're going to be fine. Right? So here's the point, though. This is the way it is, right? This is the way a lot. This is the way sales works. This is the way doing hard shit works. It seems like it is going to be an absolute fucking nightmare. And it's not. It becomes not a nightmare at all. In fact, after you're finished with it, you're like, damn, dude, why was I such a bitch about that? And... This episode of the Successful Life Podcast is brought to you by House Call Pro. Whether you're looking to streamline your operations, reduce paperwork, or boost revenue, House Call Pro is your all-in-one business solution. Transform your business today with essential tools and support designed to drive efficiency and deliver exceptional customer service. To learn more, click the link in the show notes. That happens a lot, right? It really does. Like most things that we do, we seem like it seems like they're going to be unbelievably challenging, and therefore we don't do them. We just back out, or we bitch out, or we pussy out, and we just don't. We don't do it. And so, and, and it's all chatter inside of your freaking head, right? It's all chatter inside of my head. But more importantly, do you learn from it, right? I learned from it, and I was able to. Sip, step back for a minute, like I said before, and say, I've been here before. I know how this tape works out. I know how the tape plays that all the way through, right? But, you know, it's like the, the four-minute mile guy, Roger Bannister. Same situation, right? Everybody thought you couldn't run a four-minute mile until he ran it. And then, like, you know, 28 people beat it after that in, like, three days or something. I don't know. I don't know if those numbers are accurate, but you get the gist of it. Point is, things are not as hard as you think they are. They're not as hard as I think they are. We make them much harder than they really are. And that's just the facts. And I'll tell you, you know, one of those things, as I mentioned, my sales CEO syndicate's opening up. And one of the things, one of the stories that I kept telling myself is I got to have every, I got to have all of my funnels and all that horse shit completely built out perfectly before I start. 
they were before I open it up again. And I am working on that stuff, but I'm just not going to wait any longer. And I'll tell you, Ryan Williams is a friend of mine. And he's a cool dude, too, by the way. He's a really cool dude. And he was the first guy that was ever on this podcast. And, you know, naturally, he holds a special place in my heart because he gave me the ability to, you know, have a conversation with him for the very first time on this podcast. And that was really cool. Ironically, Ryan's podcast is missing or something. I went to look for it yesterday and I couldn't find it. Anyway, it was the first one I did. So, but he, I, you know, I told him, I said, I need, a, I just need a point A to point B strategy that's going to, I just need to say, you need to, I, I wish somebody would just say, if you give me this amount of money, I'm going to put this many people in your program by this time. Great. Here's a fucking check. But guess what? Marketing people can't tell you that shit because they don't fucking know it. And so I, I just, it gets very frustrating working with different people with on their marketing, working with different folks on, you know, on your, the back end stuff. It's just very frustrating. And things don't move as fast as you'd like. And, you know, a lot, some people know a lot about one thing, but they don't know enough about the other thing. And it's just piecing all the stuff together. And it's just really a great example of, you know, just being, it's just a great example of me blanking out here in the middle of this conversation, right? Like I just did. Um, I have no idea what I was saying, but you know what? You've been on this ride with me before, so you know that. Anyway, so I didn't melt down the second time. We got the hotel. I got out of there, right? Not a big deal. Well, wait, 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 wait. There's one more problem. So that was the first round, right? Second time, the second time. No, that was the second time. I'm getting them confused. Well, either way, um, one of the other things that I, I forgot I didn't tell you yet is once when I was waiting on the the, the for the sec for the last leg of my trip, which was the flight I technically had missed the day before that I was on the day after, um, I was I was I went to call, get coffee, and I went to get coffee at Starbucks with in a in an Uber. And you probably know how this story ends. I left my damn phone in the motherfucking Uber. Now, that's incredibly frustrating and incredibly scary for me because my life is in that damn device like they, you know, want it to be, right? And and I'm I'm like I'm a statistic, right? I say this you know, jokingly but not jokingly. I'm a product of this, this phone, right? We don't do anything without this device, right? Think about that. And, and you realize this, whenever it's not in your possession and you don't know where it is and you're freaking out because all your shit's in it, all your contacts, all your stuff, and you question whether or not it has been backed up or not. Because you know, if that device gets lost or it gets soaking wet, you know you're in deep shit because your whole life's in it. I mean, conversations that that ultimately, if you've not backed that thing up, you're going to be in trouble. And so I do back it up. I have a, a, a service that backs it up. I don't back it up because if it was left up to me, it'd be 798 days late and I'd be screwed. But I do have a company that backs it up automatically. And I know that. But still, you do have that 1%, 2% question 
in your mind, which, by the way, uh, I didn't even tell you where I was headed. Um, I went out to Salt Lake City to the Lion's Den fly-in. And I had a really great time. And I'll tell you something. It's interesting because you might be thinking, if you know what a fly-in is, you might be thinking, well, the idea is that you go out there, you hang out with Sean Whalen, smoke some cigars, learn some shit. Just not really like that. Right. So, yeah, yeah, Sean's there, of course. He's there in the whole in the warehouse. It's not like the warehouse is that big. I mean, it's a decent size, but it's not, you know, it's not like a Walmart or anything. Um, or nowhere near that. So, yeah, you do get one-on-one, not one-on-one, but I mean, you have an opportunity to have conversations with Sean and and the other people that speak and and what whatnot, like in Ryan Williams, one of those people. So, you know, um, when I was telling him about the marketing plan, that's where I was going earlier, so I'll circle back to that. Um, when I was asking, when I was telling him I was looking for somebody that could point A to point B system or process that is proven, he's like, dude, like, you got to get to step one first. I'm like, what, the, what do you mean? He's like, dude, you're not, just start. Like, you don't need, emphasize the word need, you don't need any of that shit to start. And, and you know, and I, he's right. He's absolutely right. But that was the story I kept telling myself because, look, I mean, I am extremely confident in what I provide people. Right? I'm extremely confident in my ability to transform you or your sales team or your business, if for that matter, right, through your sales processes, so on and so forth. I have zero doubt about that, and I'm pretty sure you don't either. But, I mean, I am the sales CEO. That is kind of says it all. Um, and I don't really disappoint people. I can tell you that because I, I value what I do. Plus I fucking love what I do. I love talking about the things that I get to talk about every day because it lights my shit up, dude. It's cool. I didn't really know if I'd ever have that opportunity to have, you know, you know what I mean? Like I didn't ever, I didn't know if I'd ever love talking about anything, but man, it's really cool when you see the lights come on in people's eyes. And I was sitting, I'll tell you, I was sitting with Emmanuel today. He came by my house. Emmanuel is a good friend of mine. We've done some business together, business partner in some things. And it's so interesting, dude. We were talking that we were talking earlier today about him. You know, I met him a little maybe like nine months ago. And we've worked pretty closely together since then. And this guy has just really taken off. Like his sales ability has gotten so freaking good. And it's not like I'm surprised, but like Mano didn't know shit about sales, right? And this kid is doing, I say he's a kid. He's not a kid. He's just younger than me. But he's like, he's really like, he knows his shit. Like, I don't give a damn what anybody says. Like, the kid knows his shit. And I mean, I'm going to, like, I'm going to bring him on to help me start closing deals. Why? Because he's good at it. And I can... I, maybe I'm better off doing something else during that time, or I will be better off doing something better, better with my time than that. Um, and and not that I'm above that because I'm certainly not. I love walking through people through sales process. I love walking people through. I love the a- aspect of closing, right? I don't love hunting for people. I hate that part. And I absolutely despise following up with people, but it is part of the process. And it doesn't matter if you like it or not, you got to do it. So, but Emmanuel's just come so far. Anyway, my point is, is like, it's really cool to see the lights come on 
when you're working with somebody, it's really cool to see them make a fuck ton more money. It's really cool for them to just absolutely crush it in a short amount of time. Cam is another guy. Like Cam, I think Cam made like a hundred grand his first month with me. Like, and I'm gonna tell you right now, Cam was a little bit scared of sales, a little bit when he started with me. Not a little bit. That's a joke. He was, he was just nervous, right? He just didn't know, and and that's okay. That's why he hired me, right? I mean, that's that is why obviously why people hire me because they don't know the next step, or maybe it's that they do know the next step. They just don't know how to formulate that conversation with the business owner or whoever it is they're talking to. And I can tell you right now, like you, you can't really argue with the results that I get. You can't argue with my ability to transform your sales systems and your frameworks and your ultimately your revenue. But what I can tell you is this. Now here's how different perspective. Yeah. I grow revenue, but the most, but more importantly, then the revenue is I help you stop fucking losing money. Right now, let's just be honest. I can give you all the steps in the world. I've talked about all my steps on this podcast or in my videos on my YouTube channel, which, by the way, you should check out. And I'll put the link in the bottom of the show notes. So here's the deal, though. Like, I've, I've done so much content. I have put out more videos. I've put out more podcasts. I've talked about sales till I'm blue in the fucking face. Now, I love that. But I also like interacting with people and making sure they understand it. And I don't get that when it's a one-way street like right now. right? I've given more stuff out than you can even imagine. But here's the problem. People, won't, you're not going to execute on it. Let's just be honest. Like you listen to this show so you can get tips about sales and then you don't fucking use them. Why? That seems like a waste of time to me. That seems like you are better off listening to something else that you are going to execute on. And so I don't understand, like, this is not that hard, right? The first step is start working on video. The second step is start growing a pair of balls and asking for the sale. Step three is repeat all that shit, right? But it doesn't matter. You're not going to do that. You may get paid tens of thousands of dollars to tell people this shit. And I'm telling you, and you're not going to listen because it's free on a podcast, right? But you could pay me, you know, pay my fee, 20K, pay it. I'll tell you all this stuff. One-on-one, I'll tell you. But, you know, look, it's okay. Like, it takes what it takes. I, I was right there in your shoes. I used to do the same thing, right? I used to listen to everybody's stuff to get information. But here's what happened with that. I got confused. I got confused about what was up and what was down. I got confused about what I should do, what I shouldn't do. And I bet you suffer from some of that, right? You do suffer from some of that. I guarantee it. Because most likely, if you're still listening to this show, you're probably a lot like me. And if you're a lot like me, then sometimes shit goes sideways. And that is perfectly okay. Um, It's how you handle it. And I don't know about you. I don't know how you handle it. I don't always handle it the best, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better every single day. I'm getting just a little bit better every day, right? You know, the fly-in was really cool because I got to see some people I know. Um, I took Sean some glasses that I had made for him from a company called Corksicle. My buddy Brian Bricker over there. Um, 
And that was cool because here's the thing. I didn't get Sean the glasses so I could sell them to him. I didn't get Sean the glasses so I could um, so I could ask a favor. I got Sean the glasses because they're cigar glasses with a cigar whiskey, a whiskey glass with a cigar indention. And that's on brand for him, right? He smokes cigars. I don't know if he drinks whiskey, but I think he does. And so, but it is totally on brand. He drinks, I know that. So it's totally on brand for him. And I, I just want to say, like, the reason I did that was I want him to collaborate with Corksicle to sell those glasses on his website, right? Now, you might be wondering, Corey, what are you, why are you doing this? What are you getting out of this deal? I didn't ask for anything, actually. And, and I, I didn't expect anything because I didn't do it for that reason. I didn't do it so he would say, oh, do you want a piece of the deal? No, no, no. Wrong idea. You're thinking the wrong way. See, you're thinking like everybody thinks, which is, oh, you're going to make money off of this deal, Corey. You, how much money are you going to make off the glasses? See, you're thinking the wrong way. Your head is not in the right you're in the wrong direction. The idea here, clown, is I want to. Sh I want. I'm a deal maker, right? I connect people and help them to grow their business. And so, I wanted to make sure Sean knows I'm a fucking deal maker because I want to do deals with Sean. Not that deal. I want to give before I ask anything, and I'm not going to ask anything. I'm just going to keep doing that, right? Pre keep providing value. This is. What people mean when they say provide value, that means you do something that the person, you know, do something for the person that they don't do for themselves, whatever that is. And for Sean, I, I know the owner or the, the inventor of that fucking glass. So I know Sean doesn't have a glass like that because my guy obviously would know. And ironically, the same, this guy, he reached out to Sean about these glasses about a year or so ago, I think it was. And, you know, naturally, you can only imagine how many DMs Sean probably gets. But the point here is this. You do shit so you can make a bigger impact. And if you're thinking that you should have, I should have made money on this thing, that's so stupid. That's pretty small thinking, actually. So you, you just probably want to think a little bit bigger than that. But I don't expect you to understand that. But you might. And I hope you do. You know, collaboration's a big deal. And I got, you know, I got to take my friend Callie because he's the reason I even know about that or even understand how well it works. He's pretty much a master at it. Anyway, well, guys, listen, that's the end of the show. I would like for you to, before you get rolling, rocking and rolling, make sure you like the podcast. Make sure you go check out my my, uh, my YouTube page. All that stuff's going to be here. You can go check out my website, CoreyBarrier.com. All that information will be there. Some information about the sales CEO syndicate will be in there. And I will see you guys on the other side. If you took anything away from this podcast, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and go check out some other episodes on SuccessfulLifePodcast.com. This is the Successful Life. Thank you for tuning into the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at CoreyBarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence.
Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.